Welcome back for the first time in a long time to Ben and Matt's Marvelous Journey. This is a podcast looking at every entry, asterisk, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. My name is Matt Waters. I am the Matt half of Ben and Matt. I am joined by Ben, who, you know, we've been podcasting for the whole time, but it has been a while since we've done one of these. So, Ben, hello. I was going to say, like, do you want to pretend that we haven't podcasted since, like, the summer of 2019? <laughs> I will, the last time we posted one of these. Yeah, that was... I, I looked that up specifically. The last episode of this was July 31st, 2019, which is forever ago. When we last left you, our plan, as stated in our future of the MCU episode, was to come back to you after Thor Love and Thunder, which was the last announced project at that time, and the ostensible end of Phase 4. Fast forward to now, kind of seems like there's no such thing as a phase anymore, and they've announced, like, so many more things. So we were like, when the fuck do we podcast? Because I don't like doing them immediately after the movies. I don't like dropping one episode every four months. I like having that run. I like being able to see how things are playing out with context. I like having enough time to think about them, because the original premise was we were coming up on the 10-year anniversary of the MCU. We were coming up on an Infinity War. So you pitched it to me, like, 19 weeks before Infinity War drops. We will do one for every movie, go through, and then it culminates in Infinity War. But then it all got a little... You know, we came back a year later, and we did the movies between Infinity War and Endgame um, and Spider-Man. And, yeah, it was just difficult to know how to do this. So our plan is now basically to check in once a year and look back on the previous year of Marvel stuff. It, it, it just is getting kind of untenable at this point. Because <laughs> it it's is. like, if we if we waited till the end of the ostensible phase at this point, like, we know that Fantastic Four is probably hitting in 2023, maybe 2024. But if we came back as mm. that is the end point, we're going to be doing a run as long as the first 10 years of the that, movies. That was, that was the depressing realisation that there are as many things to come as have already existed, if not more, which is scary. <laughs> when you consider they, they managed three Iron Mans and three Captain Americas and not that huge a span of time. And now we've got so many things. And then we've, they've still got unannounced Marvel movie written on their official slate. And it's like, what the fuck, guys? So yeah, we, we will be bringing you uh, episodes based on the 2021 Marvel slate. And that will not include What If, for two reasons. One, I don't think it actually matters to the, to the actual MCU. It feels like a little side thing. I think it's correct for it to feel like a little side thing. I think they should just do fun, weird animation projects separately. Um, so for that reason, we will also, when it comes time for it, not do Spider-Man Freshman Year or X-Men 97. Uh, we'll probably fold the Guardians Christmas special in with Guardians 3. We won't do I Am Groot. If anything happens in any of those things to make us reevaluate that stance, we're open to it. But uh, yeah, we're not going to do what if. Like, like, we're well aware that we might have to reevaluate this position when <laughs> Multiverse of Madness comes out. Like, I mean, look, I, I, I have said, and you know, spoilers for the next several episodes, because, you know, this is their first foray into TV. Nothing they are ever going to do exclusively to Disney Plus is going to have a major ramification on the movies. Everything that happens will be explainable in one line of dialogue. They will not expect you to have seen them. That actually is sort of proving to not be as true as I thought, but I still am mostly in that camp, in that, like, you know, there is a evil Doctor Strange in Multiverse of Madness that I guess kind of looks like Strange Supreme yeah. or whatever he was there called. Are, there are rumblings that Captain Carter is in Doctor Strange. Like, uh, we see yeah. the WandaVision household in the Doctor Strange trailer. Yes. There is something that looks like the TVA in the Doctor 
strange trailer. Absolutely. But I, I still am of the opinion... I think the shows don't matter as much, and I think What If especially doesn't matter. Like, you can you can basically introduce Captain Carter as if she were a brand new character in a movie, and it doesn't mean, oh, this is a huge reference to What If. It's like, there obviously is an audience for What If. They were kind of insufferable last summer, but this is the other reason we're not doing it. We think it fucking sucks. <laughs> yes. I think, I think with What If, we can easily... Like, if there were references to What If, we can throw it in. But exactly. I think it's, I'm not even going to call them references. I'm going to say, based on the fact that, like, What If didn't know what the Loki team were mm. discussing, they were thrown, like, here are some concepts that would be cool for you guys to do. We're, we're thinking about doing this in a movie. Just make an episode based around this. Yeah. So it's like, it, like they're actually being tasked to do things that are going to be in the movies, as opposed to the movies are pulling from What If. Like, they're just doing little Easter eggy, seedy things that are, like, ideas in Kevin Feige's mind about where yeah. he wants to take things, as yeah. opposed to the guys who make What If are, like, fundamentally, like, shaping the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> yeah, another thing to acknowledge, since we last did this, I have started Marvel Mondays, which is a weekly as it sounds, a column on Mondays on EnterTheRealWorld.com where I recap and review all these shows episode by episode. So if you desperately want thoughts on What If and a further expansion on what it, it fucking sucks means, go read it there. I think the simple way of phrasing it is half the time it looks like shit and they wasted a lot of money on voice actors who aren't good at it when they could have gotten professionals. Because, like, they get all but the most, most, most famous people, which kind of makes them really glaring by their absence. It's like, oh, this is a Robert Downey Jr. impersonator. But don't worry, we got fucking Crossbones. And it's like, why? Why didn't you just hire voice act? <laughs> so I think, I think it, it's, it's also kind of, like, cough at the legs by the fact that, yes, they don't kind of base episodes around the actors they didn't get, but mm. also it's not like they're trying to hide the fact that they've got other people for these voice roles. Yeah, because they were trying to stress, like, oh, this is... This big like we got loads of characters you know loads of actors all the big characters are here this is going to be real ass marvel this isn't going to be some spin-off you know no offense agents of shield but agents of shield were given scraps basically <laughs> and i also just feel they just fundamentally misunderstood the premise of what a what if is supposed to be because it's sort of meant to be like this be careful what you wish for kind of thing like like thor is so frustrated with loki but then he finds out if he didn't have loki his life would be worse and instead they take the position no thor's life would be awesome if he didn't have loki <laughs> it's like what was the point in this yeah. <laughs> thor's life if loki's there is maybe ultron shows up eventually from a different universe like... yes yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So what if is out? So we will be bringing you eight episodes over the next eight weeks, looking at last year's Marvel stuff. On top of this new release format, we are also making some minor changes to the content of the episodes themselves. I think we got better at podcasting from doing there will be movies, so they will probably sound a bit more like that. We are also scrapping. Long-time listeners will know. At the end of every episode, we had three regular features. We are getting rid of one of them, and that was specifically calling out is the third act good or bad. That's been going on for so long that it almost feels pointless to keep belaboring that point. Like, you know, if it is particularly bad, we'll mention it in the course of the discussion, but we're not making it. I a... think it, it's it's so prevalent in this yeah. one where I think every single finale episode or <laughs> uh, third act is bad. <laughs> yeah, just assume they're bad, and we'll maybe just call them out if they're not. It's not the best, like. <laughs> end of any of these actually no loki loki's got the best end of all of them and i know some people hate the the very dialogue heavy loki finale but like i think loki, loki rules yeah we are keeping villain watch but we have through science determined there are three categories of mcu villains and none of the villains break it at all uh so you have actually good which is like loki vulture killmonger and thanos and what they all have in common is we spend time with them and know what they think 
and they're not just attached at the hip to the hero and they don't just show up for their fight scenes and fuck off. They have pathos. There is eh, which as many H's as you want, that's that's on you, which is Whiplash, Red Skull, Pierce, Winter Soldier, Ultron, Zemo, Ego, Hela, and Mysterio, where it's like, eh, there's something interesting here, but there's just not enough time for them. With better writing, with a, with a second try, you could probably make something of these people, but eh. And then uh, LOL LMAO, which is just, you're in a different movie, <laughs> there is no time for you at all, which is Ironmonger, Abomination, Killian, Malekith, Ronin, Yellowjacket, Kaecilius, Ghost, and Yonrog. So, I mean, we're not going to remind you of that list every time out, but those are the three categories of villain. That is the science. I think it actually does fit all of those people. We axed Dormammu from the list because it's like, eh, he's in it for one scene. Is he even really a villain? Like, if he comes back... We'll, we'll think about it, but it's just a cutesy little scene. You know? I think the the one that hurts most is Ghost, which feels <laughs> like it should be a little bit higher, but it's like... Ghost has a case for being eh, but I think, realistically, <laughs> it's that low one. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't care enough to, to fight about it, but... Like, no, no, no. <laughs> uh, and finally, our, our, our magnum opus, our greatest work, the all-Marvel list, a.k.a., you know, every movie, who's the best actor in this thing, if we feel nobody, we keep a pick, we keep going... If someone's better in a later movie, we swap them out, etc., etc. As originally conceived, we had 18 picks for the 18 movies. And then we're like, because we are creatures of habit, it's like, oh, it's got to be a top 20 list, so we've got one bonus pick each. And the original list is on the site. We have made some tactical changes. Uh, we originally had Letitia Wright on the list and not Chadwick Boseman. They're getting swapped. Like, Letitia Wright is going to lead a movie later on this year, possibly. Yeah. I mean, obviously, there is a lot of tabloid stuff about her at the moment that might make her not palatable. I don't I don't want to ex- explicitly say she's been dropped because she's anti-vax, but it doesn't help. <laughs> no, it doesn't help. I mean, if, if she rules in Wakanda forever, then I'll be like, ugh, whatever, fine, and put her on again. But I just look back at it, and obviously a lot has changed. And I'm not saying Chadwick is on there because he died, but like just thinking about the overall impact that character had and, you know, we recorded the Black Panther episode very close after Black Panther came out. And, like, and, and, and talking about what if, he's and, and those those voice actors who aren't good at it, he was, like, the one shining spot that, like, he gave such a warm performance. And, like, that character is now, like, immortal. And it's because of him, and he has to be on there. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, and he had that kind of, like, insane 2020 where he had both Ma Rainey and he had The Five Bloods. And, obviously, like, it's now in Oscar history the fact that they, like, put Best Actor at the very end of the show, hoping that they would give the Chadwick <laughs> and ultimately gave it to an asleep Welshman who already had won an Oscar before. <laughs> yeah. yeah and it's just i mean like he he is so iconic in that role and i mean even at the time i think we had him like fifth yeah there's just so I many think, good people in black panther is the problem <laughs> yeah and i think we were kind of going like oh it's the lead like he kind of gets the least amount to do but i think we were kind of like underrating the the icon status that he yeah. he did manage to build into that role yeah he, he was always in contention it was just like we surely can't pick four people from one movie and we are running low on picks so he got the short end, and we're going to correct that now, because we can. It's our podcast. Zoe Saldana, originally so <laughs> potentially controversial, we put the entire Guardians cast on for Guardians. We then later also put Zoe Saldana on separately, because she's so fucking good in Infinity War. She finally gets a chance to act after James Gunn seems disinterested in doing anything with her of any real note. It hurts, but given she is technically already on the list, 
and we wanted to desperately scrap some picks and, and get some stuff back. She's coming off as a solo pick with the giant asterisk next to Guardians that, like, Zoe Saldana and Infinity War as well, kind of thing. Like, like she's she's one and they're all... <laughs> she's 1A and they're all 1B, even. Yeah, they all elevate each other, but she's the one who got to go off and do, like, yeah. a whole other movie away from them. Yeah, and, you know, maybe at some point she gets back on if we have spare picks, because, you know, we can retroactively do this stuff, as we're doing now. Chris Hemsworth and Jeremy Renner, later J.K. Simmons by you, were our two bonus picks. As I said, we had 18, we rounded up to 20. Hemsworth is now taking Sardana's spot. J.K. Simmons is coming off the list. Jeremy Renner is clearly doing his best work in Hawkeye, so we'll reevaluate that at the end. So our two bonus picks are back on the table, and we have something very special in mind for them. They're kind of pointless at this point because there's now more than 18 movies, but because they are a tradition, we, we identified a very good place to use them coming up later yes so yeah it, it, it worked well for the like phase one through three because like when we did it it was like a top 20 and then when yeah. we finished it was a top 25 and i think we like, <laughs> said like we'll write something for this and then never did <laughs> um but like we went from a top 20 to a top 25 and now we're doing like another eight movies but mm-hmm. we've already got a thing so it's not even like around 10 it's yeah, just getting yeah. messy in terms of the numbers but like yeah. we'll be at 30 mcu movies by the end of this year i think <sighs> Jesus Christ. But obviously the TV kind of like changes things around a lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll have to talk about that. But yeah, so the the list as it stands after 23 movies before we start WandaVision next week. Ben Kingsley, Iron Man 3. Ben Mendelsohn, Captain Marvel. Chadwick Boseman, Black Panther. Chris Evans is down for Civil War, but should that be Endgame? It should be Endgame. Yeah, okay. we decided it was Endgame. Also. Chris Evans, Endgame. Chris Hemsworth, Ragnarok. Danai Guerrero, Black Panther. The Guardians cast, Guardians 1. Hayley Atwell for Captain America 1. Josh Brolin, Infinity War. Karen Gillan, Endgame. Mark Ruffalo, The Avengers. Michael B. Jordan, Black Panther. Michael Keaton, Homecoming. Michael Pena, Ant-Man. Michael Rooker, Guardians 2. RDJ, Civil War. I think that feels right over Infinity War still. Yeah, like he's he's kind of playing a more antagonistic role. In, yeah, not an antagonistic in Endgame, but like Endgame, his arc is like, will he join the fight with Captain America again? Yeah. Whereas Civil War is like him getting to emote the death of his parents. The stuff with the pen and and the parent, uh, all really good. Sam Rockwell, Iron Man Two, Samuel L. Jackson, Winter Soldier, Scarlett Johansson, The Avengers. Tessa Thompson, Ragnarok, Tom Hiddleston, The Avengers, Tom Holland, Homecoming, Zendaya, Far From Home. That is the list as it stands from 2019 with those minor edits that I mentioned. And yeah, we that gives us eight picks going forward and then those two bonus picks. So we will pick ten people, not necessarily all from these projects. We can go back and be like, mm, this person who was on the fringe can get in, such as uh, Zoe Saldana could go back on by herself. But that is as it stands. That is plenty of admin. I think we are all in a good place to get started again with WandaVision next week so we will see you then thank you ben thank you matt and uh is there a sign off for marvel's I, I show just kind of like sign off will there be marvel like ah, i don't know bye everyone excelsior excelsior good <laughs>